Coming up on today's show, Microsoft becomes one step closer to acquiring Activision Blizzard, movie marketing reaching new levels, and much more. I played Final Fantasy 16, and like, I'm actually pretty into it, into that yeah? demo. Yeah, man. Shit, how it's far like, did you get? Did you get to where you actually oh, like, do combat, and you're yeah. like a different character? Yeah, so I, I passed, so he's gotten younger, he's learned combat, and now I can't remember if I'm younger or older again. I'm in, I'm in what seems like a big castle right now like where my father was and I'm trying to find somebody in there. How are you played like uh, 35 minutes. How are you finding the combat as someone who has never played those games before? It's pretty I, yeah, I mean it makes sense. Like it's not to me it's not nearly as complicated and fighting enemies is not nearly as crazy as like as like Liza P for example. Hmm. Um like it's not as souls like No, no, it's, it it's not meant it's to be. Very, it's very it's it's a lot simpler. I think it it makes good. I mean, we could say this for the pod, but it makes good use of shoulder and face buttons in terms of like what you can do. You don't have to button mash. You can kind of just like hit sequences. I, I think it's pretty good. And like my understanding is, this game is not very much like the others, so it makes sense. Yeah. Well, like it's it. it's. Uh, and by the way, I'm just I'm recording, so this is the pod, baby. Oh, um, it is. No, it's uh, it's different because it's actually like an action game. You're at, in real time. Yeah. You're actually ha- having the inputs and all that stuff versus what was traditionally like a turn-based system. Yeah. And that's why I was curious if it, because the whole thing for Final Fantasy 16 is they're trying to get new people on board. They're trying to get the younger generation Mission on board that maybe wasn't into Final Fantasy guys like you that just never did the turn-based thing. Yeah. Um, so that's that's like, interesting. Yeah, mission accomplished. Really been digging that. Let me, um, while we're just on this topic, because we probably won't get back to it, let me see, because I always like pull up my PS app, because I've been all over the place. There's no, since oh, I same finished, here, man. Same here. <laughs> since I finished Jedi Survivor, um, I haven't, I haven't had like one solid main. Hmm. Um, you know what I've been playing with Grayson that he loves is the Descenders, which is a Descenders. mountain bike, it's a mountain bike game. It's free on PS Plus. And literally, just think of like 1080 snowboarding mm. on a bike in 2023. Yeah. <laughs> um, super cool. There's, do you know what Ben 10 is? Uh, kids cartoon. I, yep. I, yeah. So we have that game also free on, uh, on PS Plus. So Grace and I have been playing that. So Final Fantasy 16, the trailer, Doom 1 and 2. And check out what I've been doing. So with TikTok, I have to do all these training modules for our products and our systems and all this stuff. And I don't know about you, but I can't sit in front of a computer and just have the fire hose wash over me and retain most of it. Like I just Mm. won't. But what does work for me is I'll pop open the laptop, I'll hit play. And this is assuming audio is the prevalent thing. There's not too many visuals. Some of the stuff I can't do because of the visuals, but like anything creative on TikTok, the whole platform is based around creativity. So anything with that I need to look at, but anything that's about systems, I, I've been playing Doom and listening to that. Hmm. And now when I go play Doom again, it's helping me recall it, <laughs> yeah. which is amazing. It's kind of like listening to classical music while you study type of vibe. Yeah, yeah. So I've been doing that. I really, view, we talked about Viewfinder. I want to play, uh, I have Plague Tale Requiem, the demo or the, the trial day. downloaded. I really want to try that. I tried NBA 2K23. And like, I'm not a huge sports guy anymore mm-hmm. but that game's kind of funny you can do the whole like nba street thing it's not quite as insane but you can play like on a street court and how stuff, good does the sweat cool. look that's what i want to know it's it's real intense they're getting real close to photorealism for real it's uh it's real good so yeah i've been uh just bouncing around between all that stuff i think i gotta finish my new game plus run of dead space there's just there's so many mm-hmm. loose ends you know Lots of, so that's what I've been doing. We had the conversation. I, I like persona took over my life for about two weeks. Like, and I'm talking hours every single day. I was up super late every night playing these games. Um, but they're very, 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 very long and very draining games. So yeah, got yeah. through like, I don't know, 12, 15 hours of persona four. And then I'm like, okay, I gotta just, I gotta like take a break. And the way that the game works too, is I'm all, it's almost like I'm on a break in the game. Right, if you right. played them, you would understand. So, like, I'm kind of, like, making it mirror my life right now. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to step away and play something else. Um, play, uh, download, same creators. They made this game called Catherine, which is, like, it's a puzzle game. But it's, like, a dating sim. Really fucking strange. Been playing that. And because of the puzzle nature of it, it's it's really good to just pick up, play a little bit, and put down. Mm-hmm. 
But I've been doing a lot of, again, I keep doing this, man, and it's, it's honestly, I think, one of the best games I've said it before to play to just music or a podcast and zone the fuck out is Returnal. Yeah. I played it when I was talking to you that night. I was playing it. Um, I'm playing that a lot lately. Um, just last night, I was talking to Derek on PSN, and he just picked up Jedi Survivor. So I hopped back in, and I was trying to figure out some shit because, like, I really want to platinum that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I picked it up again today just to, to fuck around. And, like, I'm slowly getting back into, like, okay, the navigation is so fucked in that game, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting back in the groove of how to navigate that properly and get the collectibles. So mm-hmm. I've been doing that. And then me and the boys, fucking being Derek and Luke, uh, we played Rainbow Six Siege for the first time in, like, I don't know, months, man. It had been, like, yeah. at least three months, maybe more. We played it on the weekend to like fucking three in the morning, and like, I dude, that game is such a fucking drug. It's like such a heroin <laughs> for me because, like, I I'm always like, okay, okay, like I gotta pull myself out of wanting to play that game, and then I'll, I will. And after seven, almost eight years, I've gotten to the point where like I'm not playing it that much at all. But then there's nights like that where I play it, and then it's like all I can fucking think about. It's 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 consuming in ways that like. I don't know if I'd wish on anyone because it's it's seriously like a dick day. Dude, I, I don't know if you remember this, but when we were kids, I kind of had the same thing with Rogue Spear. With I love that Six game Rogue too, Spear. man. I don't think I ever like, did the I, online I played, thing because I, I was too young and I didn't know what the uh, fuck was going well, on. Dude, remember we could go beneath the map? Hmm. There was like this crazy glitch in Rogue Spear Online on PC where you could like double jump right near a box and it would just sink you into the ground. You could take out your sniper rifle, take everybody out. And I was Dude, like, I, I don't know. I remember young. that game very well. Ding Chavez, that was my go-to right? operator. Like, um, so good. I will never forget seeing the breaching charge for the first time because that game was so detail-oriented and they had it like, really like the new one, like the modern one, you had your equipment and you were limited to like one or two slots. And I remember as a kid, and how old would I have been? I would have been like oh, nine, ten. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is a breaching charge? And I, I remember being so frustrated starting the map, and I would just run around. I would do, I think it was like the same thing as Terrorist Hunt, playing like yeah, PC yeah. people. But like, I was confused as a kid because I'm like, how the fuck do you use this? What is a breaching <laughs> charge? So I would try and deploy yeah. it just out in the open like a weapon. I'm like, what the fuck? And whether it was you or like, however I learned how to do it, seeing it for the first time, you, you would go up to a door and... It looked like oh, shit man, back then, but it blew that. my mind that you could go up, you'd press it, you'd walk away, press the button, and the door would fucking fling open. Fast forward to, like, Rainbow Six Siege, and I, I said it on the weekend to the guys. I'm like, I still feel like a fucking kid on Christmas. When I do the zip line up a building, I know the objective I'm trying to get. I go to, like, the third story window, breaching charge, and then you got you got to be good at it. There's timing involved. you got to press X to, to swing backwards. And at the right time, you fucking hammer the the button, you blow open the door or the window or whatever, and you come flying through, land on your feet, and can just shoot a bunch of people. There is nothing in gaming that has the same effect on me as that moment. That moment, landing and actually getting a kill in multiplayer on another human being, nothing tops it in gaming. You come at me. Go in the comments and fucking come at me because it's there's nothing better than it's that. It's a podcast. There's no comments, so... <laughs> Um, there is now actually uh, is Spotify actually has a comment section so if anyone's listening oh, on nice. Spotify uh, fucking write whatever I think the general question is just what were your thoughts on that episode or something like that I don't know Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but honestly anything would uh, would help us if you guys are like stop Brilliant. that or yeah. keep doing that or how about there's some this? people there's some people I know that listen regularly and um, definitely go do that people definitely yeah. go do that let us know yeah. Um, and before too long, um, <laughs> roll the intro. <laughs> I guess we should roll the intro and get to uh, this <laughs> week's news. <laughs> um, I, I love catching up on what we're playing, though, and that's always uh, fun to chat about. But there's there's some shit going on this week. It's pretty slow in terms of like new releases. We're in like the absolute dead period of gaming. There's fucking nothing coming out until at least September, and then it's nonstop again, kind of like the beginning of the year. Which you would think with Prime Day having just oh, happened, don't, that don't somebody would have. But but somebody would have dropped the game before Prime Day. Like that would have been perfect. Dude, I was so upset, man. Yeah. It was uh it was my birthday on Tuesday and that was Prime Day. So I was like, This is this could not be better. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I have I have like all my different shopping lists 
uh, into separate like channels. So I'm like, oh man, I'm just gonna wake up. It's my birthday. I got nothing to worry about. I'm just gonna shop, see what's on Prime Day. Not a fucking single item on uh, any of my lists. The hundreds of things that I've just saved for times like that when I'm like, I'll I'll treat myself. Treat nothing. Yourself. Fucking nothing. So I I bought some shit anyways. Well, that's uh, the adult. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that's the adulting <laughs> way to do it uh, at 34, but you still bought stuff anyway. So it, yeah, treat yourself. It, it, it was literally like the yeah the I had already convinced myself to treat myself, so it was just yeah it, yeah. Once you once you decide, you can't go back. Exactly. Okay, roll the but intro. Roll the anyways, intro. welcome back everybody to the Pixel Candy Podcast, our weekly podcast covering everything on the latest in gaming news, movies, television, and pretty much all things nerdy. I'm your host Alan Sensich, and I'm here with my co-host as always, the controller snapping Sinchacho, and uh, like I mentioned earlier. There is gaming news, but there's some other news I want to go over uh, because it's absolutely wild, and we'll get to that. Um, it has to do with a little bit of marketing that I have never seen before in my entire life. Uh, but starting off the topic of the show, was Microsoft winning the FTC battle? Right. It has I think finally we all knew. happened. I think we all knew it was going down this this path. I think I wasn't sure, man. I it was really fucking all over the place for what the last two years. Like it really was. It's Dude, always this is this is how crazy it is. Okay, and for anyone who's been listening for a while, you'll remember this. This to put it into context, when the acquisition happened, I was working at Facebook. I worked fourteen months, almost fifteen months at Amazon, and I'm now at TikTok. And the thing's been going on this entire time. Like I'm, I'm on my third job since it started, which is not the most conventional thing, but still. I, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, I remember being, I remember getting off a client meeting and seeing the news on Instagram, and that was a Facebook meeting. <laughs> and that that was so a wild. that was a fucking huge day for gaming news. Um, huge. But it hasn't stopped since, right? Like we've had multiple shows where we gave like updates on it, and there was like some mm. big ones and some little ones. This one, okay. So to just recap what this actually means, and we. We talked about this before the show, so we're pretty sure this is our understanding of what's going down. So they won the FTC battle, and the the judge ruled that FTC did not make a good enough case for this deal not to go through. And this is in the States, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, So it has officially happened. They, They won that battle. Now, update, as of the time we're recording this, FTC has actually filed an official appeal. So we'll see what happens why, with why that. Is the, why is the FTC such a little bitch? You know I mean, what I the, mean? Like, this is the biggest acquisition in what is it? I don't know if it's in history across all mediums. I don't think so. But like in tech history, this is like the biggest acquisition ever. So like they got to look at shit and be like fair, yeah, it's true, fair it's game, true. you know? Like it feels, feels, <laughs> feels a little salty, but feels like Jim Ryan is lining someone's pockets. It has but, nothing to do with Jim Ryan, though. He's just in there fucking I don't know, uh, man. trying to make a case with them. He's well, not here, part of the FTC, though. No, he's not part of the FTC. What but what happens a lot of times, and I don't think this directly affects the FTC, but the reason why, so when TikTok was on the stand, when show the CEO of TikTok was on the stand testifying, and all those like old white guys had no idea what the fuck was going on, and they don't know how the internet works, asking all these questions, the reason they were doing that is because Meta lobbied tens of millions of dollars with Congress to do that. Like mm-hmm. that's how lobbying works. Have you ever watched Thank You for Smoking? A long time ago. Long time yeah. ago. So that dude was a lobbyist for the tobacco industry. Yeah. So his job was to try to convince heads of state to not ban cigarettes. And it's no different here. So it's very possible Jim Ryan is like lobbying against this. Uh, but well, I, I, don't I think know I said it, this it before though. Could you imagine if he just didn't give a shit? Like he has to. Be weird. That, it, that literally to. is his job. So I don't well, fault uh, dude, him for doing this, right? All the stuff that's coming out, you're right. It's like there's a million people that own PS5s. The only game they play is Call of Duty. That is fucking That crazy. was wild. Yeah, I forgot about that little <laughs> tidbit. And we also got to imagine like this is this is in place for a reason. Can you imagine if there was just no regulatory board where they're just oh, like, course, yeah, fucking course. eat up every fucking company you want. It. And the monopolies. And we don't want that. It's not good for consumers. Well, dude, I, I'll say it right now. I've said it before. I don't want this. I think this is a shit deal. I don't, I don't care about like fucking what it's going to do for streaming. I just, mm-hmm. I think the size of this deal is just for me as a completely subjective way of looking at it. I fucking hate this. It's well, not because I'm on PlayStation because yeah. 
honestly, I don't play Call of Duty anymore. A lot of the stuff that they acquired, I don't really care about. Mm-hmm. It's just like Jesus, man. Like, it's a scary thought to take away that big of a chunk of the market and lock it behind something else versus a, like a studio here and a studio there and it over years and years and years, you know. It's a dangerous precedent because what this will also do, because I kind of agree with you in this sense. In one way, I'm like, stop being a bitch. Let them buy what they want to buy. But at the same time, like, I get what you're saying. I think this sets a dangerous precedent for Sony to buy like a Ubisoft or an EA. And EA is doing a whole bunch of shakeups, so they seem like they'd be primed for it. I think Ubisoft wants to be bought, to be completely honest, no, based maybe. on the way they operate. So that sets a dangerous precedent. If if everything is owned by Nintendo, um, Sony, and Microsoft, I'm not a fan, because they, they'll just be able to drive up prices to whatever they want. This is the problem we have with the App Store. The reason why everything's so fucked with phones is because there's two app stores, Google Play and and Apple Store, and that's it. So it's like there's there's not enough there's not enough reasonable things that can happen when that's the case. Like Apple charges thirty percent on every app that comes off the App Store. It's like that would not be that high of a percentage if there was like six or seven different places to get apps for your phone. Yeah, I mean, fuck, man, it's like Disney. Disney buying up Star Wars and yeah. Marvel and just Was not like a we, fan of that at and, all. And honestly, they did a really good job in the beginning. And I think they they instilled faith in everyone being like, no, look at what we're doing. And we fucking got to Avengers Endgame. Everyone was like, that was one of the best buildups in movie history. If you followed all the films, like you guys nailed it. But then phase four came and we see where the machine is going of what they're just trying to churn out. They're just trying to mm-hmm. take every fucking property that they bought in that deal and milk it for everything that they can. Yeah. And dude, I'm a huge Marvel fan. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm a huge fan of all these like things. I'm burnt out. Yeah, I yeah. cannot keep up with every fucking show. Are you even watching Secret with... Invasion? Are you watching Secret Invasion? Is, is it, it out? I this, out. I don't even know. This is what I'm it's saying. I, I cannot physically keep up with the amount yeah. of content they put out. That is one I want to watch. Fewer, um, bigger, better. Is but always Fewer, bigger, better, no matter what you apply that principle to, is always going to be the right thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like in, well, in most cases. So, yeah. So this led to another thing, um, and that is we were talking about. So Britain's regulatory side, being the CMA, uh, Mm -hmm. is still one of the blockers here. But they actually, because of what happened with FTC and losing this whole thing, they're open to altering the deal. And it sounds like they're they're open to kind of asking for less from like, hey, hey, stop this. you got to meet all this criteria. It sounds like they're going to kind of shake up the deal a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does sound like this is going to happen and Microsoft's going to own this. So my only wish is that we don't see what happens with like Disney being a good example. I don't want to see dude, Call of Duty already had a game every fucking year and that's so yeah. insane. If we start seeing spin-offs of Call of Duty and then a, a Call of Duty movie universe and like you know what I mean? Like I just yeah, yeah, yeah. I just hope it goes well. Um in terms of the properties they have now, if there's anything I want to buy, it, We've said this before. I'm going to have to get into the Xbox ecosystem at some point because uh, there's no way I'm not going to play fucking Starfield eventually uh, yeah. when Fable eventually drops. When they start lining up all these games, and hopefully they're good, um, yeah. I'll definitely be in that ecosystem. So I'm not worried about that. It's more of just what happened with streaming back in the day. Yeah. And we were like, yo, Netflix is so fucking cool. You can just go there and you can get all these these things, right? But now how frustrated are you with all of these fucking subscription services? And like you see a show, it's like, no, it's on Paramount, man. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, uh, and like, I want to know where it is without having to check every single one. You fucking idiots. Like the fact that I, I have to just Google it every time. It's like my phone's my TV guide. I'm like, where's this fucking show? Like, I just want one OTT that will search it all. And there's supposed to be like Apple is supposed to be able to be that. And it's not. That's frustrating. How many services do we have now? Um, so many. I, wanna, I, wanna I don't see. even know the number, but it's insane. There's, I, I don't have them all. I so, would say there's on. probably 25. Really quick. This is just that quick glance. Netflix, Apple TV, Tubi, uh, Discovery, Paramount, Crave, Amazon. Uh, crunchy roll for the anime fans. Mm. Um, <laughs> fuck it. I, I missed a big one. A Disney. Disney mm-hmm. being a big one. And like... Well, and then there's all like CTV, City TV, like there's all the regional ones. So that's nine big ones you just named. Yeah, and I, okay, so the thing with gaming, right? And this happen this happens with streaming too, where like a movie you might be able to find on Crave, but you might also see it on Prime. 
Yeah. It's it's it, it does happen, right? For the most part, they do lock down like time exclusive deals to have it, and then it it falls off, shows up somewhere else. But gaming is like playing something like Star Wars. Now that I'm just like poking around in there again. It's the same hit I think I would get if it was just like, well, now, you know, Nintendo now owns Star Wars. No Nint- no Star Wars games on PlayStation or Xbox. It's the same feeling of just like, fuck, man. Like, yeah. it's almost like I took it for granted for so long that we had so many games that were just whatever platform you were on, you could get it. And then they had like their exclusives that you knew were just kind of married to that thing. It's probably why you bought the system. It was and like Halo. It was Halo and and Gears, and then for PlayStation back in those days, it was what, like, I don't know. Metal Gear was first party for a, not first party, but only on PlayStation for a long I mean, time. If you're talking like PlayStation One, man, oh my god, all those OGs like uh, Resident Evil and Metal Gear Solid, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro the Dragon, yeah. like all the platformers and like the weird yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. horror games. Um, but no, it's just it's getting towards a future uh, that I'm not big fan of um, well i've said this before too and like my microsoft clients listen to this podcast this is hey guys this is just my objective opinion and it doesn't reflect that of tiktok or anybody else for that matter but um you know i, I think i worry about microsoft's priorities you know what i mean like here's the thing here's what i always go back to i bought an lg washer and dryer and i've never regretted a purchase so much in my life if you're gonna buy a fucking washer and dryer, go Whirlpool, go Maytag. If you're gonna buy a fridge, go Frigidaire. Do something, like you need to be close to the core competency. Don't buy a Samsung fridge. Don't buy a Mitsubishi TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is, I think, what's gonna maybe become a problem with Microsoft is they're really, really big and all of the attention is on OpenAI, ChatGPT, generative AI, like that's, that's all they care about for the most part right now mm. at the very top. So it's like, yeah, like Phil Spencer is the top of Xbox, but if the entire company is like, nope, we need to dump more resources into chat GBT. Nope. We need to lay off people. It's like that hits everybody. Mm. So it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, and it, Microsoft's core competency is not video games. They've proven that over and over that their core competency is not winning at video games and they've admitted it outright. Mm. So it's just, I worry about, if they keep buying up studios, like, dude, how many studios have they bought that have produced nothing in five years? That's my ultimate point. Like, I could care less about this deal because time is the only thing that's going to tell, like, what this all means. If in the end, five to ten years from now, we just get amazing game after amazing game, stuff that just has great thought put behind it, great characters, amazing storylines, fun gameplay. Like, just give me some really good games because it's been a while. They've had, like, what was it, Hi-Fi Rush lately, which I haven't played, but I've heard great things. Um, I'm just really hoping that we don't see the reverse because of this deal. Now they just have big IP. They're just going to churn out whatever they can, and because of the name, they hope it sells. Um, We'll see. Uh, I I guess congratulations, though, to Microsoft. (laughs) (laughs) Slow clap. Yes. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We're going to keep reporting on it because you and I are probably going to have to buy a fucking Series X pretty soon, I'm guessing. Well, I saw on uh, so on Prime Day, uh, the Series S was down to 269 Canadian. And I looked at it and I was like, man, that's like, that's, I don't even yeah. really have to think hard about like making that purchase and, and be upset about like whatever, yeah. right? But then, then my so other part of my brain X. was like, no, 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 dude, like every part of you when a new game comes out and you buy it on that platform you're just going to be annoyed that it's not the better version so i was like yeah, yeah i'm not going to do it um but anyways let's move on to a much more fun topic in my opinion i think this is some of the craziest shit i've ever seen in a while i have not seen this level of marketing behind anything i think since we were kids and even then i don't think it was this balls to the wall <sighs> i don't and know I'm- man batman forever was pretty balls to the wall uh, and Batman and Robin. But but this is this is the point I'm going to make, right? So what we're what we're talking about is Barbie, the Barbie movie. Now yeah. the reason I think this is just way bigger is take everything that the Batman because you're right, Batman with like the McDonald's and the toys and the fucking yeah, just the clothing and all these. Not things. like this, but it was still pretty but big. We just didn't have social media back then, and this That's is true. where this steps it up to such a fucking crazy notch of not only what the marketing team is doing. But what the result of their marketing did to the internet as a whole, 
what the people like me who just like people who are just making content what they are doing to promote the movie or talk about the movie or whatever and there is an interesting theory i'll explain later um about how this marketing tactic is actually a reflection of the movie's plot that comes full circle and i'm oh, going to explain that interesting i I would also say too, we see so many ads on all these platforms now. I worked for a bunch of them, still do. Uh, to me, just seeing the ads on Instagram or on TikTok or wherever is fine. I get it, or TV, wherever you see ads, out of home. This is cool because it's genuine, interesting, and unique partnerships that we're about to talk about for so many different companies. Like everybody was like, everybody had an outside the box fun idea yeah. for Barbie, and they were just like, yep. Yep, 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 yep. And they just said yes to all but of it, them. But it's crazy. Like. And I think, honestly, for the most part, some of these are really fucking out of pocket, just random shit. Yeah. Most of them really apply and were able to be created in a way that makes sense to what Barbie is all about and the packaging of, like, when you used to buy dolls and the accessories and all this shit. Um, so anyone out listening, listen, I, I get this might be a weird topic for this type of show. Stay with us, because honestly, I'm so fucking fascinated by this. I'll give you the rundown quickly of my whole, like, how I heard about the Barbie movie, what I thought about it initially, and where I'm at now. Because when that mm -hmm. first trailer came out, I didn't even know there was a movie being made. No fucking idea. Surfing uh, YouTube one day, Barbie official trailer, Ryan Gosling, and uh, oh, what's her name? She's Margot amazing. Robbie. Margot Robbie. So I'm like, okay, what? By the way, a vampire has looked the same for the <laughs> yeah. last 15 years. And she also looks like four other actresses, neither here nor there. I've seen that, that image where they split Super the weird. quadrants and they're like the same person. Um, I watched the trailer and honestly, the, the, this was months ago when they first dropped it, immediately no. I was just like, I want nothing to do with this. This isn't for me. Cool. It looks like a musical about the Barbie name and... I just have no interest. Fast forward to right now. Um, I, I don't know if it's the marketing. I don't know if it's just because I've learned more about what the movie actually is. I feel like I have to see this movie. It's like a cultural movement. It's fucked. So to anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about in terms of the marketing, whoever works, if, what studio is this, first of all? I need to know like who is um, who is making this shit. Uh, by the way, it releases July 21st. So this is in like a week and a half. Mm. Uh, Warner Brothers. Okay, Warner Brothers Studios. Jesus Christ. Whoever is on the marketing team needs all of the raises, all of the royalties. I don't know. Give them something because this is the most insane thing I've ever seen. We were walking through the mall, um, square one, the other day, just going for like picking up, I think, like dinner or whatever. In the time it took me to walk from the front doors to the food court, we passed by Aldo, and they had an entire front display Barbie mm -hmm. X Aldo collection. The way that they package the shoes are like how a Barbie is packaged when you buy her. Amazing. So fucking cool. And I was like, so okay. Cool. that I didn't really... Mini miniature stuff becoming bigger is the best thing in the world. Almost yeah. as good as big stuff becoming miniature. <laughs> Almost. Um, and I, I thought that was like interesting enough, right? We, uh, we continue walking. EB Games... EB Games has a sign out in front. Download the Xbox. Uh, it's Forza. I guess Forza Horizon 4. I guess the latest one. You can download and buy a, a coupon to get the Barbie car in the game. And there's all sorts of skins for controllers. And I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, that wasn't just... So I think it was that one. And I put it at the bottom. But I'll jump to it now since we're talking about it. I think that was also uh, in collaboration with Chevrolet. Because the Barbie car mm -hmm. is a Corvette. So yeah. I, I'm i pretty sure that was like an Xbox X, Barbie X, Chevrolet partnership, like a three-way Oh, it's the, yeah, it's, it, it's the exact Chevrolet that she drives yeah. in the movie, which again has just been put on display. There's all sorts Amazing. of TikToks about it. They're just making a big deal about this special Barbie Chevrolet that they made. Um, so that, we, we walk by, what else do I have here? There was um, Forever 21 had an entire collection. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Nick's makeup line, full collection outside the makeup store. So we're just going through all this stuff. And then I, I got home. It's all over my TikTok. I compiled a list here, which you can see, and I'm going to rhyme yeah. off for everyone listening. This is just what we could find. I'm sure if you spent a little bit more time researching, you'd find even more. Here is the short list 
of all the activations and cross partnerships that Barbie is doing, okay? So we got the Aldo shoe collection I mentioned. Bay's luggage. So there's a whole fucking Barbie luggage set you can yep. buy that's based on her actual toy Amazing. luggage. Uh, roller skates, again, directly from Iconic. the movie. So the Iconic. ones that they wear in the movie, the you can buy those. Amazing. Yep. Uh, there's a classic toothbrush of Barbie's that I, I don't know the, the brand name of this uh, toothbrush company. They remade it. You can buy the whole kit and caboodle with the whole fucking carrying case and all this shit. Mm. Pinkberry frozen yogurt. This is one of the ones where I'm like, okay, that now fits. they're just taking the... That fits. It, up, up, I, it does, but up to here, it's like they actually adapted a toy to be in yeah, real yeah, life, yeah, yeah. right? And I want you to remember that. They, ata- they adapted a toy, because that's what mm-hmm. Barbie is, into yep. real life. Remember that sentence, and I'm going to come back to it. The Barbie Playhouse. Again, in real life, they remade the Barbie Playhouse. And this is an official collaboration with Airbnb. It's all over social media. All this crazy shit going on. Airbnb needs the help right now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Like I mentioned, the Barbie, there's an actual Barbie Xbox. There are controller skins. And there's that. Did you see that? When when it's a skin on an Xbox, like, kindly fuck off. Dude, did you see the Dreamhouse stand, though? They made a Barbie Dreamhouse stand that you put your Xbox on where the controllers sit. Like, (laughs) that to me does not fit. A lot of this other stuff, to your point, yes, that dog. Dude, it's a stretch, but to me, they made it work. They did it. but, But here's the thing it's like you, it's an impression. So for every person that sees it in an ad or sees it in a store, exactly, that's they're thinking more, Barbie. Yeah. They're thinking Barbie, and that's the point. Is this is all awareness generation? All of it. Um, I don't know if I have it on here, so I'll just say it. The other thing I see a lot of is their billboards, and I think the billboards oh, are yeah. fucking genius because if anyone's seen them, giant billboard, whatever comes to mind, a huge fucking sixteen by nine billboard, just pink, the trademark pink Barbie pink. Yeah. And Straight, that just, actual pink is trademarked. Nowhere on that billboard does it say Barbie. It just says in the bottom right corner, July 21st. Like, fucking, that is big dick energy if I have ever heard right. it. Um, there's there's body care products. Dude, Tiesto remixed Aqua's um, Barbie World. And then Nicki Minaj and Ice Spiced did, like, their whole version of it. So the music world is getting, like, a whole, hey, listen to this old fucking 90s song. Mm-hmm. Ruggable rugs. There's rugs for Barbie. They're literally making like the actual well, any, anything that comes in the Barbie's dream house. That's like, what I mean. That's it's, everything. That's they're, everything. They're trying to take any any of the one of the accessories or the things that you used to buy for your Barbie, and they're maybe trying the to capitalize. Is, maybe the world is one big Barbie dream house, Alan. Well, this maybe and again, this is what's happening. I'm going to get back to the theory. But um, Forever 21 Malibu Barbie Pop Up Cafe in New York City, which is again all over social media promoting the movie. Uh, Barbie candles. There's fucking, I mentioned the Nick's makeup line. Dragon glassware. This was another one. I it, The most wild, like, cups and, and all these different glasses that are, like, same color pink. They're all see-through. And they look, it looks like plastic. You know when we were kids, it, it, if you had, like, a plastic cup that was a toy for, like, a character or any sort of, like, little, like, the lightsabers for any Star Wars characters. That right. plastic, that see-through, it's that. But it's a real... It's a real Crazy. human fucking cup. Crazy. Um, Bloomingdale's did an entire collaboration across their store. Same with Unique Vintage Clothing. There's vapes. I don't know where this comes in. I don't know who it's had the fucking idea weird. for this. Stretch. There's, stretch. There's vapes. And then Progressive Insurance. Did you see the ad? <laughs> I did not. Where they're, like, they're in Barbie Land or Barbie World, whatever the fuck it's called. Makes sense, um, So all this to say, I just I can't look away without seeing promotions for Barbie. And then it led into a whole other thing. And I don't know if this was like, I don't know if the teams coordinated this or this happened organically. I really hope it happened organically because I love seeing stuff like this. So what else is coming out on July 21st, the same day as Barbie? Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. And anyone that doesn't know what Oppenheimer is, it is Christopher Nolan's latest film. Fucking, I mean, Inception, Dark Knight. Everyone knows Christopher Nolan. We all love him. It's his latest film about Oppenheimer, the father of the atom bomb. And it is an incredibly, incredibly dark movie about ending World Mm -hmm. War II, murder on a mass scale we've never seen before. It's just like this. It's going to be a very interesting movie. I really want to see it. But it's it's a very horrific setting and, and recap of history. And social media did what social media does. And I fucking love it. 
because they took to noticing the high contrast of these two epic movies that are arguably the two biggest movies of the year so far coming out on the same day. The memes are some of the best things I've ever seen. A lot of it has to do with that kind of juxtapose like comparison, the contrast of like, I don't even know if you've seen this, where they'll show a scene from Barbie and a scene from Oppenheimer. They'll show the color palette of the colors used in the scene and swap them. And you get to see Barbie in this dark, gritty, disgusting, dilapidated color uh, sequence. And then Oppenheimer is just like blues and pinks and yellows. And like, I feel like AI made that way easier and way faster Mm. to create. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Amazing. But it all led to this moment, though. So this started a whole, not feud, whatever the opposite of feud is, where they were kind of leaning into one another. The the marketing Mm. team on both films were kind of recognizing this and leaning into it heavily. Like, iron sharpens iron. Um, I, I forget the director of Barbie, but her and Margot Robbie stood in front of the Oppenheimer poster saying, like, we got our tickets. And then yeah, fucking yeah. Killian Murphy did the same thing. He's like, I'm seeing Barbie. And it's it's caused this whole thing online. There's a trend now of what is the best viewing experience on July 21st. And the arguments... Yeah, I see them both. Well, the, 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 both. Ar- the argument isn't to see one. both. It's not to no. see both. It's how, how. How does, how does your day plan out? And dude, if you see the level of detail people go in like there's one video of this guy and he's just like he looks like i don't know he looks like his dad owns a yacht he's got like the little scar the sweater wrapped around his thing he's playing up a role right but he's sitting there he's just like here's what you're gonna do on july 21st first you you get to you call in work sick and like you get together with the boys because you're gonna want to go see oppenheimer after you you slam back some beers at noon, blah, blah, blah. Like he has a fucking criteria schedule, all these little details that he wants to hit. And he's like, you're going to be depressed as fuck. You're going to, you're going to watch that movie. You're going to be amazed. You're going to be absolutely blown away. Maybe you'll learn something, but you're going to come out wishing you want to die. And then what's better than going and seeing a, like a Barbie flick after dinner, you know, maybe fill up your stomach. Like there's little arguments on like, which movie you're going to watch first at what time of day? Um, what are you consuming before you go into it? How, how, you know, lit are you going to be on whatever substance? And it's just like, oh, people are going back and forth on this shit. And it all came to a head with, uh, the, the playhouse. So they tweeted, uh, you know, Barbie's playhouse, uh, Airbnb, whatever is you can rent it now. And the number one comment that has been liked is a guy just being like Oppenheimer has the greatest marketing opportunity right now dot <laughs> dot dot like yeah uh, if they nuked the shit out of that house that would uh, that would definitely be a good one. Oh my god well hey while you were talking about all that before we move off of because I don't know where you're going next but we might get off this point how much do you think Barbie cost to make ooh I don't fuck 150 million something so, crazy 100 million dollars what do you think the average marketing budget what do you think the average not not what it is for barbie what do you think the average marketing budget is for any movie it's a percentage of it's a percentage of what it costs it's usually half no usually half 60 percent that is correct that is correct it's usually half so barbie's marketing budget should be 50 million it's like on a hundred come on it's a it's a hundred million dollars they're spending the same amount of money it costs to make this movie to market this movie, which is fucking bananas. That is wild. But Isn't hey, that crazy? mission accomplished, man. I told like, you. I right? went from being Everybody. like, I have no fucking interest in this movie. To like, I might get high as balls and go see it on the 21st. <laughs> no, too, I, I'm definitely going to see it. Because I, I was with Nicole the other day, and we went to go see her mom. And they, she was like, oh, I really want to see the Barbie movie. And they asked her, like, is that something you want to go see? I'm like, hell, yeah. Give me all the edibles. Give me all of the edibles, and I'm going to fucking have a blast in this movie because it just seems ridiculous. Oh, dude, we, um, should, we should do both movies on, like, the 22nd. I can't do opening day because I'm working, but... It's a Friday, should, right? Like, 21st is a Friday. 21st is a Friday. I don't want to go to opening night. I don't think... Well, right. it, se- it seems like now I'm locked into going with uh, with Nicole's family. Uh, oh, whether I, right, whether fair, I take fair. a bunch of edibles is another story because oh, we all I'll know see how that goes. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Exactly. I think you have, have that in here as a topic. Have you ever done edibles in a movie? I don't think so. Uh, maybe. Didn't you, you and I had some drops before Mario? Yeah, but drop. We... Uh, Mar- no. Was it Mario? I don't no. Know. 
don't remember. Maybe not. No, it wasn't Mario because we had Grayson. It was something. Fuck. What did, we, what did we go see? We were like, we were high as shit. And yeah, we had. Oh, like, you brought like a John little mix here. That that was great. That was the John best. Wick. We yeah, did yeah. that. Okay, so same <laughs> thing. Like if you if you text me that day and you're just like. Dude, okay, so John Wick, I want to be high as balls, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to meet at the theater at 6 o'clock because the movie's at 7. I'm going to bring my drops, but they taste like ass, so make sure you bring like a little <laughs> can of Coke. Uh, you also need something in your stomach, so let's go get food, 6 o'clock, I'll bring the drops, we'll mix it in a little, like, that's what like people are arguing over that. right now of how to do Oppenheimer, or what's Amazing. what's the what's the slot, Barbieheimer, or whatever the fucking... Bar- Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. Um, yeah, like, I... The, the drop thing, you can measure at least. But have you ever done, like, like edibles? Like an edible that got, got away from you a little bit? Yes. No. Not not in a movie theater. Because honestly, and I, I think I told... Did I tell you the story with Spider-Man? I think so. Or did so. I just no, mention you, that it went terribly wrong? You mentioned that it went terribly wrong, but I don't think I got any of the details. Well, it was with Jeff. And you, you know Jeff. Um, he likes to go hard, as I do. But he eats a lot of edibles. And I just don't... I don't dabble with that stuff at all anymore. So... I had already seen Spider-Man No Way Home, and was it No Way Home? Did it's we see a, it together? I feel like we saw it together. I remember. I think I saw it like three times in theaters. I remember too. being in theaters and having everybody clap when <laughs> uh, when when the reveal. I don't know. I guess we can talk about it now. Everybody knows. Um, if anyone listening has not seen that movie, I mean, what are you doing here? When um, Tobey Maguire came on screen, yeah, uh, the whole theater I was in, and I'm 99 sure that would have been with you. And Jacob couldn't go, or I went, and you couldn't you go. Did, we did go together opening. Yeah, you and me went together first, yeah. but then Jeff wanted to see it. So I was like, I'll, dude, yeah, yeah. I love we'll that movie. I'll see it fucking again. Are you kidding me? So yeah. Now that I think about it, I've seen the last few Spider-Man movies like multiple times in theaters. Anyways. Which is worth uh, it. Worth it. So he's like, let's let's take some edibles. Like I got some really good ones the other day from the reserve. They're fucking, they're killer. So anytime, he, By the way, anytime someone says, hey, I got it from the reserve, that's when you know you just shouldn't be fucking with it. Well, the, here was the issue. He, It's on him and it's on me. He did not tell me how much was in each edible. I did not ask how much was in each edible. <laughs> the onus. Ugh. For reference, I mean, anyone listening, you know, you might have a higher tolerance than I do. I do, like, if I ever dabble with this shit, I do, like, the five milligram pieces. Five That's, like, my, maybe, yeah. my tops, right? Ten, I've, I've had, like, it's been a little too much here and there. But like I used to, I used to smoke like weed all the time, and like I had my tolerance, but I don't anymore. So when I do this shit, it hits me really hard. And five is like a good number. Take a guess. What the fucking? <laughs> how much Jeff gave me in one? Uh, was it was it the kind where you had to go outside and grab onto the grass and not fall off the edge of the earth? Was it that kind of level, like a hundred? It was. It was a hundred. Oh. It was a hundred, and I had no like, idea. Why? why do they make that? Why is that created? Actually, Evil. no. I think it was one hundred twenty-five because I think what he had why? was a package of two fifty, and he gave me half, so it was one twenty-five. So he gives me this, does not say a word. I take it, and I dr- I proceed to drive to the movie theater. Ooh. In retrospect, that's fucking crazy because this shit did not hit until like forty minutes later like while hour, I was yeah. sitting in the it's theater. Like metabolism, yeah. It was about 20 minutes into the movie. Now, keep in mind, I, I've seen this movie, so I knew what was coming. I was ready for a good time. I was ready to just relive all these fucking moments. I watched that entire movie. I watched myself watch that entire <laughs> movie from a third-person perspective. Wild. I was freaking the fuck out. I was, like, I was like cold and, like, shivering. I remember Nicole, like, reached over at one point just to, like, you know, just grab my hand or whatever. And she was like, are you fucking okay? I was, like, clammy and just ice cold, man. And I remember, I, I think there was, like, a seat. This was shortly after COVID, keep in mind. I hadn't been to a regular theater to sit that closely to people in a while. And it wasn't even someone right beside me. There was an empty seat and then somebody. And it was, like, a... It's like a 12 year old kid or something like that and we well we snuck in booze and it was oh, like no. jeff was like yo can i have some of that and he, he like takes some of it and he gives it back to me and i'm just i'm in my head and i'm like oh my god like there's children around what's going on and like i'm not even watching the movie i was literally like i felt like i was floating above my body watching me freak out to this movie and i just like oh, man. <laughs> it was it was not the best of times honestly like that's the type of edible situation i just don't want to fucking be in um but that being said um now that i, I 
you know, I can dose myself. I'm not going to be fucking drugged, <laughs> basically. Uh, I want to be nice and toasty for Barbie because I feel like that's it's going to be a bit of a That's trip. the kind of movie. That's the kind of movie to be toasted for, for sure. Well, I told you before to remember the whole, um, t- what was it? Like, t- they're taking toys. They're taking iconic things from Barbie, and they're bringing it into the real world through marketing, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the theory that... Um, I actually I saw on TikTok and then I ended up watching like a pretty long YouTube video about it and I was like this is fascinating. It's it's again this is a theory this isn't like concrete this is what they're doing but someone's picking it apart being like it's kind of wild in the way that the marketing is slowly over the last like 2 months getting more and more intense and building up and building up and slowly bringing all the iconic things that people grew up with Barbie. So whether it be like her fashion line or her little accessories, like we talked about, like a fucking yeah, toothbrush yeah. for God's sakes, the makeup line, like all this stuff. They are, they are taking those icons from her world, bringing it into real life, marketing it to us while saying, hey, this is for the Barbie movie. Go see the Barbie movie. Um, I don't know if you've seen the latest trailer and I don't want to get in a, huge spoiler territory here but like the latest trailer kind of gives it away anyways the movie is about barbie leaving is it barbie land or barbie world or whatever the fuck her her like universe is called it's about her leaving and going to the real world she actually steps out and she like she she's walking around like yes. you'll see her on I the street that, yeah. but the movie's very self-aware of the fact that that's a weird thing so all the interactions of her with real people is this trip of like like what the fuck like why how are you here and like apparently Maytel like controls like they're like I guess the evil uh, overlords or something I, I don't know exactly what it's gonna be but it's kind of this full circle thing of like they're mirroring the plot of the movie in real life they're yeah, trying is, to take yeah. everything about Barbie and apply it to the real world and just show you like when she comes out, whatever the fucking storyline is going to be of her facing um, real world challenges, I don't know what the hell it's going to be. But the more and more I thought about it, and the more you start looking at stuff like the the dream house, all these little products, and like you can wear her shoes, and it's like maybe in the movie, it, if they go as far, she I don't, spreads all the Barbie shit into the real world. That, but could you imagine a scene in the movie where she goes to Aldo and her shoes from her house are now being sold to people and they're like, what the... F-? Like, if they do that, I don't yeah, know if they're going like, to go that far. That's like breaking the ninth wall. It's yeah. Like, like a I mirror just... looking in a mirror, looking in a mirror, looking in a mirror. <laughs> it's You know what it is? It's Jonah's awful. That's what it is. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> that, that would be her, like, whole mind break situation. Dude, fuck. did you see that Ryan Gosling has a song he performs... Why do I low key feel like Ryan Gosling's going to be a villain in this movie? I have a Ooh, feeling. I don't know. Why, he's wait, going to be a villain. Why'd you go from? Did you hear he sings a song to he's a villain? Like what? Because was the I'm wa- I'm watching it, and as you're watching him watch the movie, he's like upset about something, mm. and it's not clear if he's upset that she's leaving, if he's upset that because there's other Kens, like Simu yeah, yeah. plays another Ken. So, yeah. you know, you're not clear on why he's upset, but he has like scar energy from Lion King. Interesting. And and it's very it's very unsettling. Go go watch the trailer. Does of, he also uh, not look kind of weird to you? Well, I mean, that's, I don't know that's, what it is. Like he they looks, made him really tan and gave him really blonde hair. So that I think that's the point. May, like, I guess he does look like a doll. Like I'm looking at photos. He just it almost like what they did to him. Maybe this is just what like my perspective it it aged him he doesn't yeah. look old if you watch all the fucking behind the scenes him going to the premiere all this shit he looks he looks like ryan gosling yeah there's something about the way they did him up in this movie where every time i see the trailer i'm like he looks almost like he's too old to be playing the ken role no maybe maybe when it's they weird. try to make him look plastic they did a good job of making margot robbie look like a plastic doll like with her smile and the fact yeah. that she doesn't really like move a ton it, Dude, I, like I'm gonna see this movie. I'm gonna see if Cheryl wants to go and just like, maybe do both Barben, just full Barbenheimer it. All the edibles, dude. I'm telling all you, the, all the edibles. Oh, yeah. Gotta make sure the kids are somewhere else for a while because you should take edibles and be responsible. By the way, that's the <laughs> message on this podcast: be responsible with your edibles. Because don't be Alan, don't be Alan, don't be Jeff. Yeah, fucking. Just at least question how much is in it. You know, that's, just ask that's questions. Ask questions. You know, 
if someone gave you a shot of tequila and it was possible that it was 300% alcohol and it would get you fucked up with one shot, you'd want to know that information before taking it. It's kind of how you have to think about edibles. I need to know, because I've been wondering this, is the Barbie movie a musical? Because that's what initially completely turned me off. Mm. I see in the trailers, big colorful stages were built for soundstage and the musical numbers featured in the story. I don't know if it like I don't know if it's classified as a musical. Uh, fans think Barbie is a musical. It's not. No, it's like there's so much mystery around this movie. I don't know why. Well, maybe because they go way left field with what you're saying, and it becomes a Joan is awful slash like, yeah fourth wall breaking Deadpool type situation. Like even the, as I'm as I'm researching this as we're talking, Barbie news, and this is like again a huge fucking the picture alone probably cost thousands for this photo shoot of margot robbie holding a newspaper it says extra extra barbie news barbie the album announces lineup ava max charlie xcx dua lipa fucking like ice spice um the kid lowry ryan gosling he's actually one of the people tame impala like the, i can't get over the marketing for this it's it's such a cool thing to see. I, I think this stuff is fun. Like to the point earlier when I was talking about Batman Forever, like that was super fun. The fact yeah. that you and I, no matter where we went with our parents for a couple of years, I was in the seventh grade when that came out, which means you were in the third grade. So like that was that was like that was prime time for us to be taken in by all this cool stuff. You know? And I'm much more a fan of that than just like they're always gonna run ads on all these social platforms and all these display ads, but like making it something experiential and cool, I'm a huge fan of. They're definitely having fun with it. And uh yeah, I think I've definitely gone from like like I said, I saw it and I was like, Ugh, like I don't come on to like I'm in, man. It's fun. it seems like a lot of fun in terms of like how they're they're doing this, like you said. Um shit, we, we don't we don't have long, you know, week and a half. Which one are you going to see first? Here's that's the question. Which on the argument of how you see both movies, what are you doing? If I only have the option to see one, I'm going to see Barbie. If I'm seeing them both on the same day, I'm seeing Oppenheimer first. Because Oppenheimer will be a very heavy. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll be a very heavy, very dense movie. But it's Christopher Nolan. It'll be really well done. And Killian Murphy is fucking amazing. So that movie will be good, but it will be a film I will watch in this comfy couch mm. laying down halfway if, if I don't see it on the same day as Barbie. I'm not seeing it solo because the rest of my day will be fucked up. I got to have Barbie to lighten the load. Right. I think that's the general consensus. Everyone seems to be on the same page. Whereas if I watch it at home, I feel like movies like that that are super heavy, like nothing is worse than having a really heavy movie hit you and then that walk from your seat to the parking lot is the worst thing in the world. It really is. Yeah. Like when something is really like sad and dramatic. Uh, so I would rather, if I'm going to do that, I want to be like, all right, fucking more gummies. Let's hit up the Barbie movie. Where's my pink bomber jacket? You know what I'm saying? Like I want to I wanna have that to look forward to. Right. Dude, speaking of that, you, you touched on something really interesting. That walk from the theater to your car sometimes is like kind of crazy depending on the movie right it's either it's either like you're just like what the fuck was that like that did i pay money to go see that or you're like back back in the heyday of marvel right it was just like holy shit do you that fucking one part with the blah blah, blah and you're like going over all these things you're so excited um or like you said you're just kind of like i just want to i just want to go home just want to <laughs> well wanna and like down. Especially when you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Because, like, back in the day, before streaming, before all this shit, we wouldn't go see the same movie twice in theaters. We didn't mm. go see Batman Forever twice in theaters. So here's what, here was my whole thing about this. I stopped taking girls to movies super early. Because unless I had been with them for a while, and that was just what we were doing on the weekend, yeah. cool. But first, second, third, I'd say first ten dates, first ten times doing something with a girl, no movies. Because because I was on a few dates that where the first date was a movie and we got out of the movie and that walk from the seat to the parking lot is fucking 10 times intensified and super weird and awkward when it's someone you don't really know that well. Ooh, so, yeah, I can. And like, think about when online dating started. Like you did the same thing I did. We both went on mm-hmm. the apps way before they were popular. And I would meet a girl and we'd be like, let's meet at the movies. 
and we'd go to the movies and we'd sit in silence for two hours and then we'd come out and like what do you even say it, you're literally creating the most awkward social situation <laughs> possible so, true. so i stopped doing that i was like no more of that shit we're gonna go for like beers or like go play pool or go to the fucking mall when i was younger like shit like that something that facilitates conversation and then when i got together with cheryl and i wasn't really i wasn't that old it's like early 20s when i got together with cheryl cheryl said the same shit without me even bringing it up she's like i don't want to go to a movie i don't even know you sit in the dark for two hours for what like if you're gonna make out or whatever that's different i'm talking about like if you're actually trying to get to know somebody if you're actually trying to have a relationship with someone a movie is a fucking terrible idea until you're super comfortable and unless there's dinner before or drinks after maybe, but if movies, the you, only thing, yeah, no, that. no, you need, you definitely need the, the pre and post, yeah. you know, you, you got to have the conversation afterwards. I think dinner usually saves that whole thing, but you got to hang out a little bit before But he, it's like, right? so you meet at the movies as teenagers and then like five seconds in, you're already like, you got to be quiet in your seat or be the annoying person that talks to the whole thing. Yeah. No, this is, what, this is what I'm saying. And like the, the thing was that makes total sense. Who had four or five fucking hours to do any of this shit? Do you know what I mean? Like, even as kids, like, I don't have time now, but I definitely didn't have time then to do dinner, a movie, and drinks. And then what that would all cost? That's yeah. 200 bucks. Oh, God. That's 200 bucks in the early 2000s. Well, now the, movie, the movie alone now is like 100 if you want, like, full exactly. snacks and a drink each. If exactly. It's like VIP or IMAX. It's fucking crazy. And then a very ticket. reasonable dinner at Jack Astor's is another 120. Yeah. So now you're at almost 250, basically. Like, like just a regular yeah. average restaurant, 120 bucks, 120 bucks for the movie, get drinks after call that another 50 bucks. You're at $300. Like, you, you know, you what, know I mean? what was one of the Crazy. fucking the best walks back from the theater to the car that I've had in a long time. And keep in mind, this is with Nicole who I've been with forever. So we didn't yeah, have yeah, this yeah. like awkwardness. Um, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Right. Yeah, Dude. Yeah, I can see that you got to watch this movie because I'm not spoiling a, a thing for you, but the ending to that movie is absolutely wild to the point that like Nicole, who like I drag her to all these things. She never is yeah. the one to be like, let's go see Spider-Man. Like she doesn't yeah, exactly. care, but she'll watch it. And she definitely likes all these things. Um, she absolutely loved that movie to the point where like I was nerding out hard with her. Like we we're in the car being like, wait, so like, are you telling me that like blah blah blah? And she would bring up something. She was like, it was really crazy when like blah 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 blah. And I'm like, it it'll send you in a tizzy, man. Um, I'm excited. Please watch that movie when. When it comes does to it hit Disney Plus? Fuck. Uh, well, it's a Sony thing. It's not Disney Plus. Oh, it's not. Um, when the, across the Spider Verse? Across the Spider Verse. Let's see. We're both like streaming. Right? Here's how to watch. Uh, on Disney Plus June 9th beginning Friday June 9th no there's no way on Hulu that's what it says Uh, man Hulu it could be but that's the uh, that's the states right yeah oh here we go Spider-Man 2 streaming and blue this is a game this is a a game Um, this is a movie I'm buying on Blu-ray 4K there's no questions asked the second it's available it's gonna be amazing wild see if it's on Amazon September 5th oh so it wouldn't be you probably pre-ordered on Amazon I would bet but why? You know, I have one 4K Blu-ray, and it's a double feature, Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Both incredible movies. Honestly, the only other movie I have a 4K thing of is it's Into the, the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. Amazing. I can't wait. Fuck. All right, I can't well, wait. We've got excited. some good movies to look forward to, and we'll definitely have to follow up on this pod after we see Barbie. <laughs> and Oppenheimer, too. I want it like that. That's. I will see Oppenheimer feel- <laughs> probably in the theater, too. Christopher Nolan makes, you got it like, no matter what movie it is, no matter how fucked the story is or how weird the sound is, visually, all his movies are 10 out of 10. Dude, so did like- you hear what, I've totally forgot to mention this. He fucking got Kodak to spin up production on film again, like 35 millimeter. So the wow. whole thing is shot on film. It is not digital by any means. And he has claimed, I don't know how the fuck they're doing this, he has claimed there's not a single shot in the movie that is CGI. What? So So he actually blew shit up? Yeah. Wow. That's the whole joke, right? Like, there was one meme I saw, and it was just like, Christopher Nolan claiming that there's no CGI for the final shot of, like, the atomic bomb or whatever. And then, again, top comment, everyone liked it, is just the guy being like, wait, are you telling me that he dot 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 like no he did not detonate an atomic bomb but i'm sure um knowing him he used some clever tricks to to show up 
some fucking yeah, crazy exactly. shit. But uh, I think that wraps things up. Um, I mean, fuck, next show will still... I guess it's the show two from now, so end of July. We'll, we'll be able to recap some of this shit. I never thought we would cover Barbie as a main topic on this show, but here we this are. Is, this is becoming like a marketing podcast, too, which is which is fun you know what i mean like we talk about the business side of a lot of this stuff which is cool because it's what i do every day so it's cool to be able to talk about that and talk about talk about video games and there's so much crossover um it's so good let it evolve naturally man that's what it's all about that's it that's gonna be it from us so thanks to everyone for listening as always and we'll catch y'all next week (laughs) 